podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's Monday and you know what that means. Added time. We're going to be answering your questions that you submitted. If you are new round here, hit that like button. Really helps the show out. Also, subscribe so you don't miss any of the content. But let's get into your questions. Firstly here via YouTube. Calvin asks, I think that Chelsea can make the top four this season, but not without an experienced, aggressive, prolific centre forward. However, I don't see Victor Osman leaving Napoli in the January window. What are our chances of acquiring Ivan Tony in that window? It's a difficult question to to answer. I think we covered this on the show recently when the Osman TikTok controversy happened and Tony, obviously, the, the, the reports of Chelsea very much pursuing him have been ongoing now. Um, and I do think there is some weight to it. January is, of course, a notoriously difficult month, but I think we have to kind of reassess our expectations for January based on what we saw last year. I mean, I went into that window not expecting a lot after the summer and Chelsea went on to spend a lot of money again. So I, I'm not going to rule out Chelsea's spending big and and of course we don't know where Chelsea will be by that time I mean I personally think taking what I expect to happen rather than kind of my preference I find it just a bit more interesting to watch Nicholas Jackson and Armando Breuer compete personally again I understand why a lot of people don't like that because they want to see results right now but I feel with both of those players the time to invest in them is right now and it just it feels like cluttering and actually giving the time for those players to develop could actually save Chelsea a lot of money. I know that's not a very popular answer, but I think it's one I'd personally like to see. And I know there are some others who just feel that let's just see how these players develop and actually Chelsea in the long term may benefit from it. Steven asks, how about a comparison of CFC fully fit goalkeeper defence midfield and attack between last year and this year? So much has changed and it's difficult. I mean, in terms of a comparison between those two teams... Um, it's interesting, right, because fully fit and then whether those players actually perform it is a big question. I mean, Graham Potter was massively hurt by injuries as Pochettino is now. I would say that if you look based on experience last year, when you had players like Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, you had uh, Mason Mount, Kaduku Dabali, Thiago Silva, uh, Kai Havertz, Raheem Sterling, Hakim Ziyech. Of course, it... it the problem is with last season is it was kind of like two seasons in one, arguably three, because changing head coach that number of times. But also because of the number of players that came in halfway through the season, you have to then have to factor Enzo Fernandez into that. But I would say if you look at experience and what players have done in their career, I think maybe people would look last season and go, yeah, that's probably stronger than this year. But I think in terms of profile-wise and in terms of a style of, of player and maybe consistency amongst the squad, I feel I'm much more happy with this squad because, number one, central midfield is much stronger and much more balanced. I am so happy that you have a midfield now. You can put out a midfield three and it's not even arguably the strongest midfield three, but it's like the, the, the best one we have currently. Conor Gallagher, Moises Casado, and Enzo Fernandez for me is a much better midfield then last season when you'd have Jorginho, Mataya Kovacic, sometimes it'd be Mason Mount, sometimes it would be Denis Zakaria. So I, I personally like this midfield and, and I think that's just, for me, all round is a better look for a squad and I think it's a better squad that fits the head coach. So I, I'd go actually, I, I like this one better and, and maybe you guys disagree. Moving over to X now, Assad asks, favourite Chelsea player from the current team? 
that's a difficult question. Um, I, I I don't have as many favorites as I used to. I'd say Ben Chilwell really stands out for me. Uh, I've liked him even before he signed for Chelsea. I liked him as a player. I enjoy watching him play football, which makes his consistent injury problems really difficult to to take and to see. Obviously, Reese James. I I love Conor Gallagher um, as as a as a player who continues to prove people wrong. I really like that. Austin asks, who is your most surprised? top player so far this season I feel like it simply has to be Mark Kukurea I don't know how it couldn't be Kukurea now sure I was a little bit skeptical of the Cole Palmer signing it's great to see Cole Palmer do well and you know skeptical about the Axel Dezassi signing and he's proved to be really good so far he's a first teamer at the moment but in both of those cases I think even at the time I said you know they're quality players the idea of Kukurea, I mean, it's not even Kukurea playing at left back. It's Kukurea playing right back and suddenly becoming a reliable player, of course, in a short period of time. That's still in itself, given where that player was in the summer, even like a few weeks ago when Man United apparently wanted him on loan. That in itself has to come top of the list. If a player can come in and impress and do well for Chelsea, why as a fan would I ever be upset by that or annoyed by that? Like, I don't, if it makes me look silly of like a previous opinion, but it means that Chelsea win, I will always take me looking silly personally because I want to see Chelsea win. Chris asks, last man standing match, whole squad, who comes out on top? I'd back Reese James. Yeah, I understand why you'd put Reese James in there. I mean, last man standing match, a big last standing ma- last uh, last man standing match. Can't even fit them all in the ring, probably. Um, I, I've got to say, there are probably, when I was thinking about this, there are probably some uh, surprise ones that could last um longer or kind of just be closer to winning i mean i think enzo fernandez as an argentinian you know there is that kind of stereotype but there is that kind of fiery side to enzo that we have seen come out even though he isn't the the biggest in the squad obviously i think there is a kind of a pitbull nature where he he'd be quite aggressive um of course when you're looking at sort of taller players you are looking defensively i do think obviously reese james I understand why people say Reese James because we have seen him expected kind of physicality each game. Uh, I, I do like Reese James. I'd say maybe Breuer as well. I, I could see Breuer maybe going the distance as well. Um, I, I always say that like goalkeepers are kind of crazy and I do think maybe Robert Sanchez could surprise people. So I'm going to go with him as well. At Carefree DC, finally ask who starts in midfield when Lavia is 100%. Tony or Osman in January? We've already answered the Tony. I would say Tony out of those two, to be honest. Um, who starts in midfield? I, I don't think at the moment I'm, even if you said to me everyone's fit for the um, for the Arsenal game, I'd still have that midfield free. I mean, of course, if we say everyone's fit in Kunku, are you playing a 4-2-3-1? So then you probably do have to take someone out of that midfield free. But I think it's play- it's, it's going so well at the moment. And yes, you've got Carni Chukameka, you've got Romeo Lavia, you've got exciting players who could feature within that area. I, I like the, the fact that Ugo Chukwu is getting minutes and hopefully he'll have more in the, in the League Cup against Blackburn at the end of this month. But... I just I, I think that midfield trio for me just offers a balance. It offers an aggression, uh, a quality on the ball, just the mobility, just that balance that Chelsea have been lacking for so so long in that area. I think we are seeing, of course, again, small sample size, and there will be huge tests after the international break that will will test the metal of that midfield to see how it can stand up against other brilliant midfields in this in this league. But I, I still think I'm sticking with the players we have because in form for what they offer. 
for how they suit Pochettino's style of play, I think that's the best midfield three we've got currently. But that is it for today's early time. Thank you guys so much for watching and as well contributing your great questions for today's show. If you did enjoy the show, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. You can follow me across the socials at Son of Chelsea and I will see you again very soon. All the best. Podcast Network.